0: With that, onions. My, my favorite podcast of the year. Well,
1: the the one as we said last week that started it. All. It started
0: it all. It is the Jerome special pot. And for those of you who don't understand that the Jerome challenge, what we're going to do tonight is picking every single winner of all thirty two. Division 1 Men Basketball Conference Tournament. It's fantastic. Yeah, this is honestly
1: where we are coming up to one of the greatest times of year. Um, Yes. You know, we talk about NFL playoffs and the season kicking off. If I had to rank sports events, to me... March Madness is number one. Obviously, the first weekend of March Madness. Yeah. When you got game after game after game. And there's like literally like only an hour break from like five to six or so. And then you
0: start the late slate. Well, and even now it's almost even less because they have True TV, TNT, TBS, and CBS. And like when you and I were growing up. It was CBS. And that's it, and you only got the game that you could get. Right, and they would scroll the scores. And now it's just like every single game of the tournament is
1: televised. It is fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Um, Just the excitement that's around that first weekend of games is just so fun. Um, But I would say the second best sports, obviously, is Super Bowl. But then right underneath that, to me, is Conference Tourney Week. I love the non-stop tournament games. And for us to get an opportunity to experience that next Friday is going to be fantastic. Um, But speaking of being together, we were together on Saturday. Yes. Good Saturday for you. (laughs) Yeah, which um, not... So much for me. In multiple ways.
0: Yeah. Um sorry, if I seem a little distracted, the cats are losing to Vanderbilt. Casey Wallace just turned crumpled angle. in pain. So but yeah, I mean Saturday I mean the Cats played well. Um we split our picks. We each went three and three. Um but to me, the thing that stuck out about Saturday, number one, is all of the comebacks. Right. Lots of crazy comebacks. But then also, a lot of top 25 struggles. Right. A lot of top 25 struggles. Yep. 5,
1: 6, 7, 8, 13, 19, 23, 25 all lose on just Saturday.
0: And, I mean, my thing with that is, it's kind of... Really a replica of what this year has been in college basketball.
1: Right. Just a lot of parity.
0: Yeah. Like, there's not, like, one team that sticks out and you're like, yes, that is going to be the team that wins the national championship. Right. I feel like there's a group of them,
1: um, but it just depends on what kind of day it is and what,
0: if they're on or if they're off, and just very interesting. Right. But, I mean, even then, like, you look tonight, Vant, or, uh... Alabama's losing to Auburn at home. An Auburn team who, for all intents and purposes, lost to Kentucky, who's losing to Vandy at home by 40 on Saturday. Right. And, like, you just look, at, there's an insane amount of parity, which also makes this challenge
1: even more difficult. Like, it
0: is impossible. Right. This year. Um,
1: And my question to that is, to me, the reason you're seeing upsets, especially against these ranked opponents, is because teams are playing for their tournament lives now. They are looking for at large bids. A team like Auburn, if they beat Alabama, probably safely in the tournament. You look at, you know, teams like Iowa last night, huge win at Indiana to me. Iowa safely in the tournament now. Probably improved their seed line to five or four at this point. Um, but just crazy games, crazy outcomes. Um, I think the craziest game of the day would have to be Iowa, Michigan State, and it kicked our day off.
0: Yeah, it, just the it really set the tone. I mean that that sort of comeback in. I but again. It's what the three-point shot has done for basketball. Yep. Um, th- this podcast might be three years long. It could be, in fact, three years long. Um, and, I mean, we could go through everything on Saturday. I But I, I think the big thing that when you look at Saturday – the biggest impact it had was on your conference tournaments. Right. From a Power 6 right standpoint. Um but we're not just a Power 6 podcast. We are an every conference podcast. Um so with that, we're going to kick it off in the Atlantic Sun. There's some sneaky good ball teams. Here, and the Atlantic Sun. Yep. Uh Kennesaw State coming in at twenty four and 8, 15 and three in conference. Liberty twenty five and 7, 15 and three in conference. Also known as Liberty, Biberty.
1: Yeah, Liberty, Liberty, uh,
0: Liberty. Kentucky's about to get run like run out of running. you like. Hey, I had this game on for yeah, you. Yeah, can we just turn it off? Like, no. like legit, turn it off. No, we gotta leave. No, turn it off. I won't be I won't be able to focus on the pot. I'm gonna get moody and I don't need that in my life.
1: I can't turn Turn
0: right. it off. Okay. Turn it off. We don't need it in this All right. life. Alright, alright. All right. They're reverted, Kaysen's hurt, Perry is gonna blame everybody. Um, but here's the thing. One, two, you got four teams with twenty plus wins. Right. A sneaky good conference. Um, Liberty's lost to Lipscomb, Kennesaw State, and EKU. Um, Kennesaw State has lost to North Florida, EKU, and the Queens University Royals. Interesting. Fantastic. And that's the thing about these. Yeah, we like, do love the to names, get, get the,
1: into the names. Like, you have
0: uh, the North Florida Ospreys, I. Uh, the Dolphins, the Governors. I just,
1: you know what? Got to give some love to Florida Gulf Coast. Absolutely. Dunk City. Lob City. Yeah.
0: Forever and always. Yeah. 15 seats, I thought it was streets, I 16. thought
1: it was Dunk City. You're right. It was. Lob- the lobs city. they threw in that tournament. Yeah, it was unbelievable. That was one of the greatest runs in New uh, um. With that, though, Flame On, <laughs> I am taking... Liberty Biberty. Yep, I'm also on Liberty. uh, One of the main reasons I'm taking them. Uh, They played a Northwestern team on the road at Northwestern. Tough. Only lost to them by 14. Now, that might sound like a lot, but for a, a, you know, know, mid-road team in a mid, you know, uh, just not a good conference, I'm going with Liberty just because they played a couple. They also played Alabama. They got ran by Alabama, though. Yeah, Um, But I'm going with Liberty.
0: Uh, The American East? um, I do believe is host to the longest win streak quite possibly in America. The Vermont University Catamounts have not lost Christian since January the 11th yep they are 14 and two I'm taking Vermont yeah that
1: was the, the note that I had uh written down uh 11 game win streak and we talked about it a lot in our pods previously when we do this is that the teams that we that are playing well as of late are the ones that we lean more towards to succeed in their conference tournament does that mean that it's going to be true, no. Um, but I'm rolling with Vermont. Uh, Purdue played him one year in a first round game, so I'm rolling with Vermont.
0: Uh, the home of the number one team in America, the American Athletic Conference. Speaking of the Houston Cougars, I this old Conference USA, essentially, right? Um, Man, I just don't see anyone in this conference who can touch Houston. I mean, Memphis could squeak in. Yeah, they played and them tough. Upset. They played them tough
1: last weekend. But two man, ago.
0: Calvin Sampson just has those dudes. I he has dudes. I mean, right. I think that's the big. And the most impressive thing to me about Houston, they have not lost away from home. Right. They perfect on the road, which when you get into those neutral site games, is so important. Um. I, I mean, I, this one's very pretty clear to me. i got to take Houston.
1: Yeah, i got to take Houston, too. Uh, the only thing that worries me about Houston come tourney time is the, the competition that they have been playing against for the last couple months. They're not getting tested like a Kansas. You know, um, even look at Purdue. You look at Big Ten teams. I, to me... Those teams are getting tested more, even in Alabama. They're, you know, you're know, you getting quad one games every single night. Not so much true for Houston, but I am taking Houston to win their conference tournament far and above the best team in the American Athletic
0: Conference. The Atlantic 10, that's actually a 15-person conference.
1: Uh, yeah, it's just like Big 10 is no it's, longer. Right, it's 14. 10.
0: Um. Again, man, like, you you look at this conference, there's some sneaky good teams here. Right, VCU, and side note to, and this this is what's fun about going through this conference, is you got just, like, random little things about each of these schools. Oh, I wonder what you're going to say. VCU Peppas.
1: I wrote in my notes, that band, though. Yes. Fantastic. The, one of my best memories of going to an NCAA tournament game was VCU was playing in the tournament game at the United Center, and every time the Pet Band played, the the what is the name of the leader of the, the director? Pe- the director was losing an article of clothing every yes. single time. There was a timeout, and he at one point was in literal boxers and a white undershirt. He's fantastic. Like awesome stuff. Um, yes, one of my favorite memories of going to the NCAA tournament. So I am rolling with VCU. Uh, again, they're on a five-game win streak now, um, playing good basketball. I I just – I've always been a believer in VCU. Uh, played Arizona State tough, played Memphis tough earlier in the season and got a win against Vanderbilt. Um, so I like to look at those, you know, teams that they played early in the season – against like you know a power six conference uh so i'm taking vcu and i hope to see them in the tournament just so i can listen to the band a little bit
0: yeah and i think when you look at that win over pit yeah that they i mean at the beginning of the year no one would have thought oh a win over pit okay that's a team that's probably going to win the acc right um so, but I mean, Dayton, always tough. You can never count out the Billikins. Oh, yeah. Like th- This Louis. right here. So, you have the Billikins, You have the Bonnies. You have the Explorers, the Ramblers. I, come on.
1: Okay, can we all figure out, is it, is it Duquesne? It's Duquesne. Okay, but it should be Duquesne because okay. that would be... Awesome.
0: The Duquesne Dukes. Yes,
1: please. <laughs> can we get a name? Well, welcome
0: to LR Weekly, folks. And that that uh, was another challenge we used to have. Yeah, how to pronounce. Like, hey, can Christian and Peyton, back when it was CP and J, can these two yahoos actually figure out how to pronounce them? Uh, anyways, <laughs> ba- back to the picks. Um, I, I'm going with VCU as well. Yep. Um, I just think that this is a team that... Uh, They had the experience over those power six schools, uh, so you don't want to go to war with the Rams as their pep band is wont to sing. Uh, The Atlantic Coast Conference. Boy, uh, if you haven't been paying attention to college basketball this year, you throw out names. Louisville, Duke, Carolina, Syracuse. If I were to throw those four out, you'd be like, okay, like one of those four is going to be in first place in their conference, bro. Ain't not a single one of them in the top four in the ACC. It's
1: insane. What a what a weird year in college basketball where you know your blue bloods are not, in fact, blooding in any way, shape, or form. Um, You know, Duke struggling, but as of late, playing very good basketball. Winners of five straight. Um, Obviously, Pitt's playing good basketball. We talked about them earlier. They have a really good shot at winning their conference outright in the regular season. So, Josh, which one of these teams do you think comes away with the? See,
0: for me, man, like, it comes down to two for me. One is Virginia because I think defense travels. But two, man, uh... And this is what I'm going with. I'm going with Duke. Like, they're getting hot right now. Yep. And, I like, I hate doing this. But watching Duke, I think they're as good as anybody in this conference right now. So, give me the John Shire-led Blue Devil. Plus, plus I do have to pick Coach K now. Like, there's a little bit. of oh,
1: like, yeah. Uh, you're okay. Yeah. All so, right. Here it is. My first out-of-the-box pick. Yes. A team that needs to rattle off victories and is playing their, finally, their best basketball as of late. The Tar Heels, Josh. I am telling you, North Carolina knows that this is a team that started the year in the AP Top 25 as the number one team in the conference. Never Since the tournament not not
0: just the conference. Yes. America.
1: Right. That's what I'm so but what I'm saying now is never has there been a number one team in the country start the year and not make the tournament when the seeds or when the NCAA tournament expanded to 68 teams. That has never happened. North Carolina understands what's in front of them. They had a big win at Virginia or against Virginia. Now you get this weekend. Duke comes to town. You beat Duke. Now all of a sudden, you're on what we would like to call win streak, right?
0: Yeah. Now let me ask you a question: if they if they lose at home to Duke, they
1: have to make it to the ACC championship game. And I would to get think
0: in, that the only way they get in is winning the tournament. Winning the tournament.
1: So that's what. And and Josh, I am telling you, I think they all understand that. I think that they're going to play their tails off. If they can get hot, I like the Tar Heels to come out of this as tournament champions.
0: This next conference. Bro, half of it is ranked in the top 25.
1: Is this the best conference tournament around? Right now.
0: I want to take a different angle. Okay. What angle would you like to take? Dennis Green. On a Monday night football post-game report. You want to crown him? Then crown him? Yeah. Beep. How... I think Kansas is the best team in the country. I'm going to preface all of this by saying I think Kansas is the best team in the country right now. But how much of this... Is us being told that this is the best team in the country.
1: I would agree with that. There's a lot of people that are hyping
0: up Kansas right now. Now, the, So here, here's what I look at with this. Winning, like wins and losses. Okay, very impressive to have four teams with 22 or more wins. Right. It's impressive. That's great. But you look at all of them. The only one with a winning record on the road is Kansas. No one else has really done anything away from home. Right. What my question is, is are we just... And I think this is the best conference in America. But are we maybe possibly buying too much into the narrative of oh that like they, they could have four final four teams
1: like i just no i i would agree with you on that point but to me the amount of teams in this tournament in this conference tournament josh i'm telling i am saying that there are 95 to 85% of these teams have a chance Of getting into the tournament as long as they win some games in their conference tournament. I still think Iowa State has a chance. I still think Oklahoma State has a chance. I still think West Virginia has a chance. So you have that mixed in with all of these top 25 teams. To me, that's what makes this the best conference tournament in America starting next week. So, on that note, I agree with you. Kansas, best team in the country. However, Josh... Had a huge scare from the Texas Tech Raiders last night on senior night. Almost lost in their red uniforms for the first time in 50 years. Yeah. So, but on that note, Kansas, best team in the country, has one of the best players in the country when it comes to Jalen Wilson. Um, I, I just don't know how much I can take of them saying Grady Dick on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, Dick for three, and um, and I'm okay to say this because it's a – it's
0: his last name. Yeah. You know, and it's we, just. We don't have to get the little explicit like beep, out. Right. The, and yeah. it's
1: like, I just don't know how much more of that I can handle um, because I'm like six in the immature category. <laughs> but uh, I'm taking Kansas. Jalen Wilson, I think, is the best player in this conference, should win Big 12 Player of the Year. Um, give me Kansas.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's Kansas, number one. It, what kills me is, like, they are not, they've fallen back to number six in the net. Like bro, they got fifteen quad one wins. Right. Like they're fifteen and five against quad ones.
1: But again, a lot of that attests to the conference they play in. Right.
0: At. Correct. And so, like you've played twenty quad one wins, you have or you have twenty quad one games. I think Kansas is far and away the best team in this conference. Um, I am going to take Kansas as well. The Big East, I. First thing in my notes is how nice is it to kind of have, like, the – it feels a little bit like the old Big East. Right. Again, like, those old Big East tournaments when you had UConn, Syracuse, Notre Dame just beating down each other. Right. Georgetown. And you've kind of have that – well, not Georgetown back. Georgetown's one of the worst Power Six teams in all basketball. Um but you even look, the thing about this is even the second-to-last-place team, DePaul, two of their conference wins are Villanova and Xavier. Right. I'm still kicking ourselves that we ended up not going to that DePaul-Xavier game.
1: Well, right. you were, you had... the Oh, yeah, my
0: grandma's funeral. Right. Yes. So, Forgot there was so about, Okay, I'm a not bit actually of a, kicking myself. No, I would hope but,
1: not. But... I have written here, Josh, I think this is the second best conference tournament we're going to see. Um, I just, the only reason I put that is because of the late emergence of the Big East and the fact that we don't get to see these teams succeed very much. I think it's good for for college basketball. I think it's good for the fans of the Big East. You know, everybody kind of thought the Big East was going to be, you know, Not as powerful, you know, you don't, when you hear Big East, you don't think of power, a power five conference, Um, but you used to, right? Absolutely. But I have this written down. I believe that this is going to be one of the best conference tournaments. And the reason I say that is because I truly, I truly believe the first one of the day. Truly believe that Marquette has an opportunity to play themselves into a one seed line. Mm-hmm. I really, truly believe that. And it's all based on the things that they have in front of them. This Big East Conference Tournament. You win the conference tournament, I believe. How can you not give Marquette a number one seed? Well, and what's
0: interesting is right now, I do. Marquette is a three in Lenardi's latest bracket.
1: Yeah, and to me, that just blows my mind.
0: Um, but again, what I think it comes down to is okay. They have fewer quad one wins. I you know they've only played ten total quad one games. Um, so who who are you taking in the Big East? I'm
1: taking Marquette. Uh, I know that it seems like I'm kind of just taking the favorites, but again, Marquette playing great basketball right now. Five straight wins. Um, has the most wins on the road in this conference with eight, uh, basically unbeatable at home. Um, but one of those wins or one of those losses on the road was to the Purdue Boilermakers, which that win looks oh, it's still fantastic. Yeah. for Purdue. Um, um,
0: this is my first kind of crazy pick.
1: Okay. Of oh, I want to. I, oh, I, do I guess? Yeah, guess. I say we start doing this.
0: Okay. I think because if I were you. Is it Providence? It is. And and here's why. So you have Bryce Hopkins, former Kentucky guy, Ed Croswell, and Devin Carter. All three of those dudes can go for 20 points on any given night. Yeah. And a huge thing when you get to March is, okay, if you have a third option that you can go to. um, And, and again, I just think it's the Big East is setting up as one of those conferences where, man, it's going to be a bloodbath for four days in the Garden.
1: Right, and I I will tell you that the two teams I went back and forth with were Providence and Marquette because I think Providence again playing really good basketball of late. That team, you know, Ed Cooley, uh, one coach. of the one of the greatest coaches in college basketball. Um, so I'm I'm rolling with Marquette, but I do agree with your pick of
0: Providence being a good one. The Big Sky, uh, heading out west a little bit. Um, to me, to me, it's about who's hot right now. Montana State is hot right now. Give me the Bobcats.
1: Yep, my notes say Montana State hot is late, um, hot of late. Uh, they five wins in a row, um, playing good basketball again. I tr- I try to look at teams that they played earlier in the season. They did get some experience against Grand Canyon, against Oregon. Again, not they stayed close with Grand Canyon. Um, played against Arizona, only lost by nineteen. Um, so, eh, I I figure you know they played against those big schools, uh, power five conferences, uh, power six conferences, if you want to call it that. But uh, I I'm going Montana State.
0: The Big South is home to some of the best nicknames. Yes,
1: and a lot of these Big South schools, when we were kids and we had the college basketball game, and you wanted to like become a coach, these the, were some these of are the, where you started. Yes, you started with Winthrop. The Winthrop Eagles. You started with UNC Asheville Bulldogs. You started with High Point Panthers. Like uh-huh. those like when I look at these logos, it gives me like flashbacks. flashbacks as a kid.
0: However, the best school nickname in the entire conference comes from the last place team okay. in this conference. <laughs> the Presbyterian Blue Hose. <laughs> Hose. H.O. Se. Uh, <laughs> so you had the Lancers, the Highlanders. Uh, oh, it's fantastic. I, I kind of like
1: the Campbell Fighting Camels. The Campbell
0: Camels. Yeah. Uh, but it ain't gonna matter because UNC Asheville is gonna run the conference.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the Camels have had their um like their bumps in the in the road this year. Uh, well done. Hey. Uh, but no, UNC Asheville. Um, winners of six straight games now, undefeated at home. Um, one of the things uh, that I like to do is look at where these conference tour- tournaments are going to be played. Um, uh, just
0: interrupting. Yes. Auburn's up 12 in Tuscaloosa, and Xavier's about to beat Providence.
1: And Ohio State is beating Maryland, who just look like world beaters, and you're yeah. playing against Ohio State. No-
0: a- Notre Dame is beating Pitt by 20.
1: Right. <laughs> so here
0: we are. Hey, should we just like somebody throw like five bucks on Chicago State to beat Gonzaga? Right. Um, it's March Felt Like I
1: buckle up. Right. Um, the Big South tournament is played where Josh Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> So the Big South has played in Charlotte, North Carolina. And guess what? UNC Asheville is undefeated at home. That means a lot of their crowd will be able to come to the conference tournament. Give me UNC Asheville.
0: What a beautiful mess this next conference is. The only team... With a winning streak or losing streak of more than three currently is Minnesota with a twelve game losing streak. <laughs> so we're gonna kind of throw them out. I would hope yeah. One through nine are separated by three games. And up until yesterday. I thought I had a very clear picture on who was going to win this conference. Me too. Like I thought Indiana was playing the best basketball in this conference, and it really wasn't even close.
1: Yeah, you had Jalen Hood-Shafino, who looked basically unstoppable at Mackey on Saturday. In that environment, to yeah. s- to do what he did is impressive. You know, mm-hmm. it pains me as a Purdue fan to say it, but you have him. And if he doesn't go off, oh, well, don't worry. We have Trace Jackson Davis. Um, I I honestly, I was sitting there on Tuesday. Or no, on Monday, making these picks. And I I sat there and I wanted to write down Purdue. I really, truly did. But I could not get myself to do it because of the Indiana Hoosiers. And the thought of, if Purdue does go to this conference championship, they're probably going to have to go through the Hoosiers. Now, it is hard to beat a team three times. Mm -hmm. Very difficult. So then, Josh, I said, you know, I might change it to Maryland. Well, (laughs) Maryland's losing to Ohio State right now. So choice A, IU. Choice B, Maryland. Choice C, loyal, ever grateful, ever true, as we raise our song on you. I just... When in doubt, go with your heart. Boiler up, hammer down, get hot, get right, win the conference tournament, get yourself a number one seed, and let's roll into March. Boiler up, I'm taking the Boilers. Yeah, like that's... Really? I mean, I I even thought about taking Northwestern, and Northwestern got ran by Maryland on Sunday. Yeah. And then now Maryland's getting ran by Ohio State. So really, pick a name out of a hat at this point. Maybe Iowa. Iowa is probably the hottest team right now in the Big Ten. The way they came back against Michigan State. The way they blew out IU. Do we pick the Hawkeyes? No, because I can't stand
0: Fran McCaffrey. Boiler up, boiler up, man. That's all I can do. Sorry. Yeah, no. I mean, like that. that that's the thing about this though. Was that if you told me that. On Saturday. And really, like, I went back, looked at some of the breakdowns from this IU-Purdue game on Saturday. And the more I looked at it, the more I was like, man, they're just beating fools. But then you look at it a little closely, they're 2-3 and in their last five. And so, like, I sit there. And the inconsistent nature of them, and and here's where my obsession kind of pays off a little bit, and who they would play, and this is where I come back to, IU would more than likely play Penn State, which shall we go back in? Oh oh, Penn State beating them by twenty. Then if they were to get past Penn State, they'd have to play Michigan, who they only beat by one
1: and play on Saturday or Sunday uh-huh. at the at Assembly then,
0: Hall. Then you would probably have to turn around. And if you get through those two, play Maryland in a semifinal.
1: Who Maryland?
0: Maryland tried. beat you by 11. So, like, I'm sitting here, and the problem with IU is that these dudes blew it last night when it came to their seeding because they were lined up for a two. They, They had the two seed lined up. Now, all of a sudden, you go from having to play three games to having to play four. I can't pick you. Although, do I think that when at their best, They are just as good as, if not better, than anybody in the Big Ten. Yes, I do. But then the other part of me, I can't pick Purdue. Hey, they're not hot. I know. So who do you pick? Where's the tournament being held, Christian? Uh, Chicago. Go, you Northwestern. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Give me the boilers. <laughs> like, like, like the, the thing is, man, like, at the end of the day, the team who's been the most consistent up until, like, the last two, three weeks has been Purdue. I think that there's something that they can fix. Um, so I'm gonna take the boilers. We got to start moving through some of these, or we are literally gonna be here all night. Yeah, but, I,
1: but really quick before we move on, just the excitement of talking about this tournament and knowing we'll be there in yes. in eight days. Yes, is
0: fantastic. Awesome. Awesome Um stuff. The state of California plus Hawaii invite, known as the Big West Conference. Uh, my but vote, is- dude. Let's talk about this. One, two, three, four, five. Six teams all within two and a half games of first place. Right. Um Really Ant Eaters, Highlanders, Gauchos, Titans, Warriors, Aggies, Roadrunners.
1: Give me the Roadrunners. I would love that thing. That Beach.
0: <laughs> yeah. Long Beach State Beach. Uh Tritons. Matadors. Must I mean a great conference. I'll uh, give me Cal State Fullerton. Okay. They're getting hot six in a row. Give me the Titans. Um, I am
1: rolling with the UC Santa Claus Barbara Gauchos. I like that. Um, But if the Big Ten commissioner that made the decision to make the Big Ten play on the East Coast was in charge of the Big West, this tournament (laughs) would be played at Madison Square Garden. Because why not? You know, you get a... Get them some, yeah. Get them noticed. I mean, they, they
0: got to have some notice on the East Coast. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Give
1: me UC Santa Barbara Gauchos.
0: Uh, the Colonial Athletic Conference, two really hot teams at the top. Hofstra's one eleven. The Charleston what Christian?
1: Cougars.
0: The Charleston Cougars.
1: Uh, I was gonna say the Charleston Chew Cougars.
0: We, well, the Charleston Chews is what you always say. Yeah, the Charleston. Um,
1: the Ch- well, no, uh, isn't there a Chattanooga? we got to get the Chattanooga choo-choos. Yeah. They're, they're coming up. But anyways, um, Hofstra played Purdue, Josh. Yeah. Right? And I mean, do you like Hofstra right now? Or do you roll with the Charleston Chews?
0: Right now, I'm going to roll with the Charleston Chews. I
1: am also rolling with Charleston. Um... And the big reason is they had a W earlier in the season against Virginia Tech. Um, to me, that's one of the things when I pick these, I look for. If you, as a, as you know, one of these mid-major schools is able to beat a big a power five, power six conference team early in the season, I think it bands well for you come March. You know how to play against these teams. You've experienced it. So, I'm rolling with the Charleston Chew Cougars.
0: Uh, conference USA. USA. Uh, FAU has been ranked in the top 25 on and off all year. 26-3, uh, and 16-2 in the conference. Probably, really, their only other competition is going to come from the Mean Green. Uh, They're at like North Texas. Uh I don't like that. I, I know, sorry. <laughs> Uh, but give me FAU.
1: Yeah, give me FAU. And Josh, I think this is one of the mid-major schools you got to look out for as a chance to burst somebody's bubble if they do not win this conference tournament. Are they an at-large bid? A team that's been in the top 25 for a majority of the year. If you are a bubble team, you are watching this conference tournament and praying that Florida Atlantic makes it in because it could steal a bid from one of those bubbles. Hundred percent,
0: and we'll get to another mid-major here in a little bit. Uh, the Horizon League. What about the Division One Independents? None of them are worth it even <laughs> talking about. The Horizon League. I <laughs> uh, old friends for those of us uh, here in the Valparaiso area.
1: Um, the conference that really the Crusaders. I'm not calling them the Beacons. Get get bent. Not happening. Um, that that just makes me mad. A lighthouse, really? That's the best you can do. Well, They do? have dogs. I don't care.
0: They have dogs. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, don't hate on Beacon and Blaze. Okay, like
1: I'm hating. I ain't appreciate. Yeah, but they're gonna give sell me a
0: the, a, hey hey, but they're gonna sell a piece of artwork for fifteen million dollars.
1: That's great. Give me the rainbow mid con back. Give me the good old days. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, Horizon League. I think this is a conference view. Should still be in. I think they could actually compete in this conference. Um, but. Honestly, in this conference, I like Youngstown State, Um, the Penguins. Uh, I really, Josh, this is a very good conference. You know, four teams within one game of each other. However, I just, I look at this Youngstown State team, um, wins against... uh, Let's see, what did I have? Oh, well, they played Notre Dame earlier in the year, only lost by seven. Now you look at this Notre Dame game, and you're like, Ooh, they're not very good. But still, I like Youngstown State uh, to win this conference tournament.
0: So one thing with the Horizon League, since they moved it to a neutral site, uh, has been the struggle of the one overall seed. Um, that's been very well documented. I like Northern Kentucky To come out of the Horizon League. There you go. Yeah. Uh, The Ivy League. Interesting note here: only the top four seeds make the Ivy League tournament. That is interesting. Only the, but it used to be. No. No, and then just your regular season gets in, made it. So uh, the top four seeds. uh, So you're looking at Yale, Princeton, Penn, and Brown. Christian.
1: Um, well, all I know is is that Brown plays a game against Yale here at the end of the year. So a chance for maybe Cornell to sneak by and get into the tournament. Um, the old big red of Cornell. But I'm rolling with Yale. Uh, the smart people, Trump all. I know this is a smart people division. Um, Yale played Kentucky earlier in the year. I, again, this is like what I do when I do this. Also, Yale beat Vermont by 29. Again, that's a, you know, one of those mid-major schools we talked about earlier that has has had some success. Um, So I am rolling with the Bulldogs of the Smart People University known as Yale.
0: Yeah, I am also taking Yale. Moving on to the Metro Atlantic. Uh, The only thing I care about is that we will not say a certain school in this conference name. Um, mm-hmm. <gasps> Them. Yeah, correct. Uh, so Those we, people. Yes. Here, so here's an interesting thing, though. So, Christian, do you know who the coach is at Iona?
1: Is it a man that purchased brown chicken, brown cow? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Little uh, Patino. Yes.
0: So, Rick Patino the coach at Iona. Has come out and said that he doesn't want to be coaching at Iona next year. He wants to be coaching somewhere else. Bold strategy, Cotton. If I'm those players, like, that's where I'm sitting here. But, like,
1: they're, b- far, they're, they're far away
0: the best team in the conference. Right. But give me the Flynn Rider Bronx. The fuck? Give me Ryder.
1: I'm rolling with Iona. Uh, you know, Patino sent me like $100 on Venmo the other day. <laughs> uh, told me to use it for...
0: Uh, okay, know. yeah. No, okay. not
1: really. I am rolling with Iona, though. They are far and above the best team in this conference. I get what you're saying. Like, as a player, that's got to hurt. But at the same time, you've worked your entire season to this point... You want to make the tournament. And I think this is a, a mid-major team that, you know, a possible Cinderella situation. They can get in the tournament and make some noise.
0: The Mid-American Conference, again? A couple sneaky good schools here. Uh, but Toledo's won 13 games in a row. They started conference play. Excuse me, they've now won fourteen in a row with their win tonight. Um, So, I mean, they started conference play one and two they're now fifteen and two. Give me Toledo. Yeah, and the
1: thing about uh, Toledo is that winning games as of late. First off, they smoked VU in their ho- in their home opener. I, anytime you beat VU now, I'm a fan. I, I just <laughs> I'm a VU hater now. I think that their move to the um, out of the Horizon League just ruined it for me. Uh, but uh, this MAC conference, the only reason I care about the MAC is when they're playing football on Tuesday night. Action! Give me some lights, camera, action! But I am rolling with Kent State. Josh, this is a team that only lost to to Houston by five earlier in the season, and to, by seven to Gonzaga. Two, you know, two big schools that are probably going to be top three seeds in the NCAA tournament. Give me Kent State. And again, this is my Cinderella team to watch out for come March. I'm telling you, it, give me Kent State. Give me the golden flashes, baby. Um,
0: so that's, The Mid-Eastern Conference. Mid, sorry, the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference. Uh, give me Howard.
1: Uh, I, I, I can't pick Howard. <laughs> So I'm rolling with Norfolk State, the Spartans. Uh, the reason I'm I'm rolling with Norfolk State, they got 20 wins. Again, they're not going to win their conference regular season, but uh, I like them to make some noise in their conference tournament. The Valley, boy, VU, yeah, okay only 11 games back 5 and 50 if you're listening to this and you're a vu fan find someone else to watch like there's a great thing you just paint a wall and you can watch it dry it's fantastic <laughs> anything better than this team like honestly when is vu going to find a new coach he can't recruit he can't get anything He's not
0: the only one who said that like i uh, there's some other stuff that's going on with vu that I mean, with NIL stuff, like the NIL has hurt. Schools uh, where's like VU getting NIL money? Well, th- from? that's the thing; they don't. But they're going up against schools that can offer twelve, thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars.
1: Looks like VU needs to hit up Duffy's and see if they can get <laughs> some NIL sponsorships through Duffy's. Um, uh, Bar and Grill, Duffy's Bar and Grill, located on Route Thirty in Valparaiso.
0: But overall, the Valley is a just year in, year out, a fantastic. Mid-major basketball conference.
1: And it's a really fun basketball tournament down yes, there in St. In Louis. St. Louis. The, um, you know, the March to the Arch. Yes. Uh,
0: well, and you got them adding Belmont was yes. a huge add yes. for this conference. I mean, right now you have five teams over 20 wins. Um, but I am going to take the Drake Bulldogs. Josh,
1: I was going back and forth between Drake and Bradley. Um, Now, Bradley is only, they have gotten hot as of late. Mm -hmm. Winners of 10 straight. Um, So, for that reason, I'm rolling with Bradley. They're playing their best basketball as of late. Give me the Braves of Bradley.
0: Moving on, we're going to take a little trip out west to the Mountain West Conference.
1: Well, San Diego State just lost to Boise State last night. They did. Cost me a little bit of moolah.
0: That happens to you recently.
1: Yes, it does. (laughs) Not a lot of money, just like 10 bucks. But they were up seven and Boise State closed on a 15-0 run. So, you know, that's just what happens.
0: Comeback seems to happen to you. Yes,
1: it does. But, Josh.
0: But we don't need to live in the past.
1: No, who do you like to win this Mountain
0: West conference? So, the interesting thing to me about the Mountain West is that up until last night, it's like, it seemed to me to be pretty clear cut. Now, now I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, Boise State, they pose some problems. If you look at Boise State's schedule, they have some good wins. They have some bad losses.
1: Yeah, this is a team, Josh. Mike, so. I, Boise State is on the bubble. I think last night's win at, at home against San Diego State, to me, Safely in the tournament as of now, and barring a bad loss within this conference tournament.
0: Yeah, I just I can't pick against San Diego State right now. Get out of SDSU.
1: Yeah, I'm give I'm going with San Diego State as well. Um, I think that loss, you know, to Boise State is going to make this team angry. Um, I give I give credit for Boise State. They look good. Mac, Max Rice, um he killed. San Diego State in the last five minutes alone. Steals getting a jump ball there late at the end. Um, uh, But I'm rolling with San Diego State uh, to win the Mountain West.
0: Uh, The Northeast Conference, I throw up a map. I guarantee you nine out of ten people could not tell you one team in the Northeast Conference. Um, they're in the Northern East region. Correct. Of, um the, of the map I am taking Merrimack in the Northeast Conference.
1: How can you one not pick ye old Fairly Dickinson knights? <laughs> um I'm rolling with Fairley Dickinson because fun to say. And eighteen and fourteen, they have the best overall win loss record in this conference. So Gimme fairly Dickinson. The OVC. Uh, I think this is a two horse race.
0: I think it's a one, and it's not even close at that. You mean Moorhead.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Moorhead too. I think the only team that could cause any sort of problems from for Moorhead would be um, would be Tennessee Tech. Um uh, Did beat Moorhead earlier in the year, but then lost to them uh, a couple weeks ago. So look for these two teams to meet in the rubber match for this conference championship.
0: The cats have tied it. I no no because
1: you turned it off and now they're winning. Yes, I understand. I'm watching. I got the score here. That's right. right. Left
0: hand. Um, this next conference, man. I want to spend a little time diving in. Okay. On the Pac-12? Yes. Okay. Because it's fascinating to me. The lack of respect that the conference champions get so little respect. Maybe if Bill Walton were to shut his mouth, they might get a little more respect.
1: He's so bad. Um,
0: That's one of the reasons why I don't like watching Pac-12 basketball is because... If it's on ESPN, it's Bill Walton. That's an instant. Just turn it off. Mute. Move on to something. Mute. Um. I like you look at this, and the thing is, is that you have four teams with twenty wins, and I think with their win at Arizona on Saturday, Arizona State in safely in. They were on the outside looking in yes.
1: prior to that. A half-court shot yeah. could get them into the tournament. Correct.
0: And it's amazing that this year, that is literally the difference. Yep. Um, the top two teams in this conference, I first of all, they play each other Saturday. Late Saturday night.
1: That's going to be a fantastic game. I might have to stay up. Oh, I I, I I might have to stay up. Yeah, it'll be on.
0: For Except me. for you, what the problem is. What's that? Dude, they better not put Bill Walton on that game. Oh, they will. Ugh. Might have to mute it.
1: It might be an, an in-bed, muted... Yes. Like, ...just on for the background. Yeah, like, head,
0: be scrolling TikTok. And, right. Yeah. Um. So, they've already played once. Arizona knocking off UCLA. Right. If Arizona beats UCLA again, the old adage of it's hard to beat the team three times comes into play. Right. Where I think UCLA is going to have a little problem is with the overall athleticism and size of Arizona. I think it's just a bad matchup. Give me the Wildcats of Arizona.
1: Yeah, I'm also on the Wildcats. Uh, I think their size definitely... Causes problems for UCLA. Uh, UCLA, a team that struggled against Colorado on Sunday afternoon. Um, ah, I like Arizona to win this conference tournament. I think this again is one of the most underrated conference tournaments we're going to see. Is in this Pac-12 conference.
0: Yeah, the Patriot League. Uh, in honor, gone but not forgotten. Peyton Ball, yep. who would always, without fail, pick Navy. I am not picking Navy. No. Give me Colgate.
1: Give me the Colgate Toothpasters. <laughs> yes. Uh, they are the Toothpasters. They say they're the Raiders. They are missing a huge opportunity for an NIL deal with a toothpaste company. Give me the Colgate Toothpasters. Yeah. Okay. Is this the third best conference tournament? I have it tied between SEC and Big Ten. I think SEC is a little better than Big
0: Ten. I think, here's the thing, it depends upon what you want out of a conference tournament. Um, I think overall, like the SEC has better athletes, but I think the basketball might be a little bit better than the Big Ten. Okay. Um, it's definitely it's definitely two different styles of play. Exactly.
1: Um, I feel like SEC ball is up and down, and I feel like Big Ten
0: is more methodical. Yeah. Um, but all right, Josh. Yeah. So here here's the interesting thing. So Kentucky's up by two right now with a minute nine left. Yes. Um, if the Cats win this, they lock in the third seed, which is very, 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 very. Important. Important. Because that means that you avoid both Tennessee and Alabama until the championship game. A uh, tie game with 40 seconds ago. Fantastic. <laughs> Go Dats. I This team, man, this whole year. <laughs> he was just so has excited. Absolutely. I should have Absolutely. Driven me to the point of.
1: Would you rather have a season like Kentucky's had or a season like Purdue has?
0: Okay, can I say something? And it's going to sound really bad. Like, can I just say it? Yeah. Kentucky has seasons like Purdue has had all the time. Like, that. that's not.
1: I'm just saying, I feel like Kentucky is a better basketball. Has, has better basketball players than Purdue does. Um. Did, did we lose? Um, Vandy just hit a shot with. Two seconds to go
0: Sweet We're going to lose to Vandy at home That's fantastic So now the problem is Is (laughs) that this could drop Kentucky all the way to the 5 seed Oh no (sighs) Which means that then they would turn around Have to play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday And probably play Tennessee on Friday Give me Alabama It's fine like, it's really fine.
1: It's not. Because, as my note says, after Kentucky's win against Aub- against Auburn on Saturday, I felt like they were one of the best teams in this conference, and I was going to pick them to win this conference tournament. I would like to wait two seconds to make my pick, but um, no, I'm... It's not them. They're not... I'll, I'm going Alabama. I, you know, pat me down Alabama. Yikes. Ouch. Bad.
0: Yeah. And, I, I mean, Alabama's probably going to lose tonight to Auburn at home. Oh, they're cut it to five with
1: 6.30 to go. Never
0: so. mind. They're not. Um. So, I, I don't know. Like, it's what... It is what it is. I mean... Yeah, it's Alabama has been and continues to be the class of the SEC. And I think it's the right pick. Um I see this is why I didn't want it on. Well, I'm like I'm
1: watching like the gamecast right now waiting to see what happens. It's over,
0: we lost. So in in one year Kentucky has lost to South Carolina and Vanderbilt at home.
1: Those are two bad
0: losses. Anyways. Moving on. To the Southern Conference. Anything but uh, CC right now. Yep, there's the final. God. Dude, it's fine.
1: Well, I wanted to pick Kentucky to win this conference. Why? They're not good. They looked really good on
0: Saturday afternoon. Oh. it's okay. Like that—that's the thing, man. It's okay. <laughs> like why? Why are you like? This Bam. is my team right now. Because you ride or die
1: with me, I ride or die with you. That's yeah, his, that's but, his friendship. But like, that's what so we do he, here. He, here's
0: the thing, right? So. My biggest thing about Kentucky the whole year is that they are impossibly inconsistent. And you can't be. Right. I mean, the same team that beat Auburn by 40 at home just lost at home to Vandy. Yeah. I mean, they have losses this year. To Georgia, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. Like, that's not what Kentucky does. And if that's what you're going to do, it's what you're going to do. That's all fine and good. But I'm I'm done getting all riled up about it. It is what it is. Um, Moving on to the Southern Conference. I am going to take the Furman Paladins. Paladins. Mainly because I have a cousin, my baby cousin Camille, who currently attends Furman. I don't mind calling baby cousin. Like, she's 22, she's grown, uh, but I'm taking Furman. Um, I'm going with Furman
1: because there was a teacher when I went to school at Washington named Sue, Sue Furman. Furman. Um, so Some of the
0: best teacher outfits I've ever seen in yeah, my life yeah. on Mrs. Sue Furman.
1: Yeah, um, so I'm rolling with Furman. Uh, they are winners of three straight, 24-7, best conference record, or um, well, best overall record. They're tied with Samford um but I'm rolling with Furman um I believe Josh there is was a player that went from or went to Furman from Marquette Catholic I am fairly certain um he's not there anymore but he was I don't remember
0: his name fair enough
1: but I'm rolling with Furman
0: the Southland Conference. This is another one I'm going to take a little flyer on. Just a little flyer. Okay. I am going to take the Southeast Louisiana Lions. Hmm.
1: Southeast Louisiana Lions. Yes. Um, why? Yes, Josh. Why?
0: I don't know. Just have a feeling. Christian?
1: I'm going back and forth um, with this one, but mostly the reason that I am rolling with the Texas A&M Corpus Christi Islanders is because former Purdue assistant Steve Lutz is the head coach of Texas A&M Corpus Christi. So for that reason, give me Texas A&M.
0: All right. Good for you. Thank you. The Swack. swack a wack a wack um, i am going to take Grambling. Grambling's on a seven-game win streak right now. Again, it's about who gets hot when. Yep. Give me Grambling.
1: Yep. I'm taking the Gambling Tigers.
0: <laughs> you would.
1: <laughs> No, they're not grambling. They are the gambling Tigers.
0: All right, th- this is another one. A little bit like what you touched on earlier. Yeah, this is the old mid-con, isn't it? Yeah. And this is a mid-major team that should get in regardless of the results of their conference.
1: I have them. I have it right here, Josh. At-large. Are they an at-large bid? You, I they think a you have
0: to. Yes. Like, I mean, how are you going to take a team 18-0, and 27-4,
1: the Roberts of Oral Land? Yeah, like, Oral you,
0: Roberts, Golden Eagles.
1: Yeah, like, your losses are... St. Mary's... That that was the other part. Houston, Utah State, and New Mexico. Like, and, and here's the thing. Like... Like, those are not just normal losses. Those are... Oh. And, and here's the thing about it. You lost by 8 to St. Mary's. You lost... You got blown out by Houston. Fair enough. You lost by 10 to Utah State. And you lost by 7 to New Mexico. And otherwise, you ran your conference. Ran it.
0: Yeah, and I think that when you look at... um, Overall, college basketball is a bunch of underachievers. And what I hate is when... And this is where I'm a little weird... Give me a 27 and 4 ORU team who might drop a conference championship on a weird buzzer beater. Like, personally, give me them maybe over like an Oregon's not gonna make it, so that's not a great example there. Um Honestly, I would rather see them than maybe Wisconsin. like yeah, like an 18 and eleven Rutgers team.
1: Yeah. I would agree.
0: But, again, that's not going to happen. Oral Roberts probably has to win their conference tournament to get in. Which I think I they will. I hope they don't. I, I am taking ORU, absolutely.
1: Yep, I'm rolling with Oral Roberts. Um, this conference, man, just the way that it's a it changed since the MidCon. Like this Kansas City ruse.
0: Yeah, it used to be UMKC. Yep. Now it's just Kansas City. Yep. Um. But some golden days of VU basketball. Yep. Like Urule, Igbovoa. Yep. uh, All those guys. Um, The Sun Belt Conference. Yep. As long as I don't want to slander him because I don't want him to sue us like he's suing Pat McAfee. Um, But I'm going to take Brett Favre's Southern Miss Golden Eagles to win the Sun Belt.
1: We are Marshall. Give me Marshall. Give me the thunder and herd of Marshall to win this conference tournament. This is another one of my sneaky picks. Um, I, I'm rolling with We Are Marshall for one reason and one reason only. The movie.
0: I like it. Uh, West Coast Conference. Maybe the weirdest conference tournament setup. up. Um, I think that... But I like it.
1: I don't. Can you imagine being in that conference tournament and like... I Dumb. It's so dumb. Could make so much more excitement out of it by p- putting more teams playing at the same... Like... It's dumb. Disagree with you. I, I like it. it. Because it rewards good teams. It, okay, it does. But guess what? You're only ever going to have two good teams in this conference. And then you're going to have everybody
0: Hey, else. San Francisco is one of only like... A handful of multi net teams who have won multiple national championships.
1: Okay. Um, They stink this year. Um, (laughs) Loyola Marymount is okay. The next one is Santa Clara Broncos. Uh, No. Dumb setup, dumb conference. (laughs) It's Zaga and everybody else. Yes, St. Mary's always competes, and they never beat Gonzaga when it matters. But we
0: Loyola went into the kennel and beat the Zags.
1: G- Wonderful, great, good for them. <laughs> Give them a round of applause while they get puckered in the West Coast Conference tournament. Give me Zaga. Yeah, yeah.
0: G- Gonzaga's going to win this conference yeah. tournament.
1: Give me the TAS! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 ready today. I know.
0: But, like you're you're on a different level. Yeah. I. We've made it to the Western, the whack.
1: And it as tradition, I will always pick the last place team to win the conference tournament. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> False. Who you got, Josh? Uh, I'm
0: going to take Utah Valley.
1: Um, I <laughs> am rolling with Sam Houston, uh, mostly because they're on a five game win streak. Um, That's probably about it. Uh, They're the Bearcats with a K. Um,
0: What's a Bearcat?
1: I'm a Bearcat. No, you're not. That was one of my nicknames in high school. Okay. The Bearcat. Um, Okay. Don't know why. Just was. All right, Melon. That was also one of my nicknames. (laughs) Uh, But Bearcat was one. Not with a K, though. But I'll I'll take it. So, go Sam Houston.
0: Well, listen... I, I don't know if it's the uh, the podcast jinx but I think two out of the last three podcasts that we've done one of our teams is coming off of a disappointing loss either right before the pod or in my case during during the pod um a little reminder of what's coming up uh, we, we are going to take a break for about 10 days yes. Then Selection Sunday, we will be coming to you live, probably from here in the Limky Man Cave, uh, as we watch the brackets get unveiled on the 12th. Daylight Savings Time starts March 12th, which, folks, means we will spring one hour closer on Selection Sunday.
1: So when we wake up, it's gonna be we're going to be an hour closer. Yes, we will. And that means more daylight, and that means an opportunity to grill out. Yes. And I believe last year... We did. We did grill out. Yes. And it was the first time I used my grill, and I need to make sure it's a little bit cleaner this time.
0: That might be a good idea. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we will have a full Big Ten Tournament Day recap. We will have, you know, bracket insights. We might even fill out some brackets live.
1: I, that's what I'm down for. Let's do a bracket fill-out show.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we will do a complete bracket breakdown uh, coming to you next week. I uh, Thank you to those who've made it to the end. We know that this is a little bit longer pod uh, than what we normally do. But from us here at LR Weekly to you, enjoy the madness.